coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. But even us as individuals, we hold up our the things that God has for us because we won't let go of things, because we won't become free, and because we won't change our mindsets, because we don't want to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, we miss opportunities. And so that goes back to that inner enemy, being yourself, being your greatest enemy. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness by studying the Word of God, being true to who you are, and doing the necessary things you need to do in order to be at peace with your soul. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on all platforms. Facebook, Lisa Dalton. Instagram, Lisa Dalton. And on Twitter, I am Lisa Dalton. Now, sit back, relax, get your pen and your pad as we take this journey to finding peace within together. Before I get into the podcast, I want to give my husband, Steve Dalton, and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte another shout-out for being number one for 20 weeks on the Nielsen BDS Billboard. If you haven't gotten the song already, ah, go ahead and download it on all of your musical outlets and go to YouTube and watch the real live video of the story of the song. Again, it is God is Love by Steve Dalton and the Leviticus Singers. It will bless you real good. Hello, everybody. And once again, I welcome you back to Finding Peace Within. And this month, as I stated, we will be discussing the strong man. How to stay free, get delivered for real. And then the studio today, I am like so freaked out right now. (laughs) I have my friend, my friend and co-laborer in the word. We do ministry together. That is by way of Pastor Michelle Moore. Hello, Miss Michelle. Hello. Don't come in here with that. You know how I am. Don't do that. I do know how you are on both sides. The quiet introverted and then the extroverted when you at that mic. That's God. That's that, not me. That's God. Amen. The that real is, me is the introvert. Amen. Amen. But welcome to Finding Peace Within. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited. And then the Prophet Moore is in the house as well. Yes. <laughs> it's good to have them here. Um, I want to, first of all, as always, start out with the word of prayer. And then we're going to get right into this. Amen. Amen. If you don't mind. 
Father, we thank you. We honor you. Lord God, we thank you now for this time of sharing, God. Father God, we just thank you that those that will hear, Lord God, Father God, it will cause an inward reflection, Lord God. Father God, for I believe the purpose today, Lord God, is to bring to light some things sometimes we are not even aware of, God, until it's shared. So for that, God, we give you praise. We give you honor, Lord God. Have your way in this discussion, and we will give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And thank you so much for that. Now, let's go back and um, introduce yourself. Tell the people how long you've known me, because we've been knowing each other for a while now. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Let's go back. Let's go back. We met in 1997, 98, when I worked for uh, Presbyterian. So when I worked for what was called the CBO, the Central Business Office, mm-hmm. um, I met this wonderful lady, and she was such an inspiration even at work. She was so saved. So <laughs> I was on my way to becoming saved, and she was so saved, and she helped me because we were in a place that... If you've ever worked in a call center, you know how it can be hectic. Mm-hmm. So it was always great just to be able to go to Lisa. I could sit in her office. We would talk. We would pray. She would share. And it caused a bond that I didn't realize years later that we would meet again. And we would meet because of my husband knowing her husband. So mm-hmm. I love the way God works. Isn't that something how God works? Because you and I were friends in, and Stephen and I. I don't think we were married yet Mm -mm. at that time. And then, of course, we knew Prophet Moore from when Leviticus started. I mean, however long, 18 years ago. However long it's been a long time. And then the Lord brought you guys together. And we've all, y'all been married 14? It's 13. It'll be 14 years next year. Okay. So we've been married. It'll be 14 this year. Okay. So, um, and look how God has put us together. Now, one thing I do want you to do is share with the people your church talk about your ministry the powder room because that's why you're here hey man hey man she knows she puts me on the spot i am always not the one to to do do the advertising for the church but listen um my husband and i my husband and i founded a ministry actually he had already started he knew that the lord had called him the pastor so i think i was the missing component um 2007 when we um were married uh we met in february we were married in april and it's just been a love story ever since um and we have birthed king of glory mm-hmm. breakthrough um temple and so currently because of the pandemic we have been doing just um our breakthrough at two um the recording but that you still can reach out to us by way of facebook um we would love to hear from you um and the things that uh, as far as my personal ministry it it, it is um we started I Rise, which was a women's conference, um, and from I Rise, Powder Room was birthed. And yes. in the Powder Room, it was the time when women could come together, they could share whatever they needed to. And when I say the Lord mm-hmm. uh, allowed healing to manifest through the women, it was myself, mm-hmm. it was Minister Lisa, we had Pastor Tia Clay, we had... 
um, Missionary pa- Sandra, yeah, Simpson, uh, um, Pastor, Pastor Blue. Blue. So oh. when I tell you, elect Lady McCray, elect Lady McCray, and then we brought in, um, oh my goodness, Fitness. overseer. Yes, uh, she was doing keto. Yes, Carol, overseer Carol. <laughs> and when I say it was phenomenal, <laughs> and we. God is just, he was blowing our mind and I believe that he's getting ready to revamp and redo some things because we did a photo shoot in December. The pictures were wonderful. Yes. We were so excited. Had scheduled four different places that we were supposed to do for 2020, but it's okay. I know God is going to allow us to come back around and do it 2021 and it's going to be even greater. Amen. And so I'm, I'm really excited just to be here today with you, Minister Lisa, just to, you know, when we're together, she, if anybody, if you all know her on a personal level, her energy, who she is, her spirit, it is just phenomenal. So I'm excited. So I'm really excited. You know, I thank God for being free. Whoop. Set free and delivered. Come on. Not that I don't have moments. Come on. But you know what? I know how to bind and loose. Oh. And with that part, Come on today, with the keys. we're going to go. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's get into the spirit of jealousy. First of all, when we talk about the strong man, because some people think strong man, you're talking bodybuilders, right? No, we're not talking about the strong fitness man. W- what is and who is the strong man? A strong man would be a uh, fortress that is set up in our uh, thought process. And what I mean by that is that generally even it could be from how we were brought up or our circumstances that have forced us to think and feel a certain way. And when we don't identify whether or not that thought process is correct, usually we just keep building upon that particular foundation, Mm -hmm. not even realizing that those thoughts and even those feelings are incorrect and that becomes a strong man and subconsciously it is what actually drives you um even when you're not thinking about mm-hmm. it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so yeah. like when we're talking about the strong man and we begin to talk about the spirit of jealousy that's not something that people are going to just automatically say oh i'm a jealous person or you know i'm dealing with this i'm dealing with that it has to be um, when you get to a place in your life where you really take an inward look and you see the things um, that have been holding you back. Because yeah. the one of the things that um, Apostle Moore, my husband, actually always teaches is that the greatest, greatest enemy is not the devil or Satan. The greatest enemy is the inner me. Inner me, yes. The inner so me. That inner me is really the strong man. It becomes... You know, you're dealing with yourself, so it's not the the gladiator that you're dealing with is you. Right. The part that you don't want to tell the truth about. The part that uh, you even get to a place where you think it's it's always right. <laughs> you, you just because right. that's what you've always done. Because that's what you've always done. And the Bible done. said that we should, what we do right in our, eye, in our own eyes is not what we should be doing. I, oh. I, I know I probably didn't get it right, but... When a man thinks it's what he's doing right in his own eyes, that's sin. Right. That's sin. So basically, the strong man is um, the devil inside of us. <laughs> True. <laughs> that, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> 
We don't want to think about that, but it is clearly the best way to think about it. And we don't even want to think about the the thought patterns and just different things that, you know what, my grandmother said this and my mama told me this and this is what I think and nobody's going to change my mind. Who are you to check me? I you love know, that part. Those are all. Who going to check me, boo? Who going to check me, boo? That is nothing but a, a stronghold that is now in the inner you mm-hmm. that you've got to deal with. And then it manifests itself. How? What? So we're talking about this tree called jealousy. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And we know every tree bears fruit. Right. Now, this tree has different types of fruit. Correct. Let's talk about some of those fruit today. Because people got fruit growing on that tree. They don't even realize, um, oh, this is a part of that spirit. Right. So let's help the people identify some of them. Uh, So the fruit that the spirit of jealousy actually can bear would be murder. Let's talk about that one. Well, let's think about it. Murder begins not because you have physically killed someone or you're getting ready to kill someone. It actually starts in your mind and in your heart. Mm -hmm. And what we have to then, a lot of us have killed people. They don't even know that they've been killed by you, if we tell the truth, because of your thoughts, your heart, your motive, how you feel about them. You have just completely murdered them in your mind because of the rage we've got to talk about all of the symptoms because i believe that Mm -hmm. all of it works together so when Mm -hmm. you talk about the spirit of jealousy you've got to talk about rage you got to talk about anger you have to talk about contention strife all of that builds to a place and we don't even realize that's what's going on and one of the things that i think is a, a big component of jealousy that a lot of people don't even realize is jealousy is gossip yes yes gossip it yes. is one of the biggest, yes. biggest things mm. when you have to always find something about someone else or give half truths about other people to make yourself feel better. You got to understand that you're dealing with the spirit of jealousy. Um, not only that, a critical spirit. Mm-hmm. When, you know, you're looking at people and you're always trying to say, oh, that ain't going to work. And you're judging things before time and you want to bring in that negative attitude or that negative uh, uh, spirit, the negative words. Our words have power. Yes, they do. And so when you understand that your words have power. Why would you even want to speak something negative against your sister or your brother? And then. I guess the thing about it is that what I found is that when people are doing that, a lot of times it is because they are jealous. And so you've got to ask yourself, you know what? Sometimes you just need to stop and say, well, why do I keep thinking that they're not going to make it? Because God will. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because God, yeah. Because God has grace. He gave you grace to work out some things in your own self. So now why is it that you're turning around to always look to critique someone else? Or why are you trying to put yourself even with comparison? Mm -hmm, Those are mm -hmm. just things that become Mm -hmm. so dangerous. Yes to us and and against us actually because when you stop and think about it why are you always uh, um, the competition, the spirit of competition competition is also a fruit of jealousy. It really is but the thing I found about uh, competition because even with myself years and years ago um, in ministry I was under leadership that will always do a comparison so you know when you're 
you're the young minister coming up. Well, you need to do something, uh, do this like this person does. You need to do this like mm-hmm. this person does. And I just wish you would do this like this person does. So then not realizing what they're doing is they're birthing jealousy. jealousy. Yes. They're, they're birthing that competition. And, and really, parents do that too. Parents do. Oh my God. They do. And then the siblings, because we know in the scripture, that's what happened with Joseph and his brothers. Exactly. Because his dad loved him more, him and Benjamin, because they came from the woman he loved. Exactly. And they, they didn't, they hated him because of what the parents did. Exactly. And you know what? When I think about that part, I, I, I go back to Cain and Abel. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, from mm-hmm. the very beginning, the very beginning. we've d- had to deal with that sibling robbery. We've mm-hmm. had to deal with, mm-hmm. oh, my brother's better than me. Let me do something different. So you have to look at even those things. So if they dealt with that in Genesis. Come on now. And the Lord has already told us that there's nothing new up under the sun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to go ahead and take that time and look at yourself. What am I saying about people? What What is it? How do I feel? Yes. And I think that is the biggest thing that when you're dealing with the spirit of jealousy, sometimes you got to just stop and say, well, why... Why, why do I feel that way? Or, you know, why am I jealous? And some people think it's even cute to say, oh, I'm so jealous of her. Well, why? Why? And I think when you were talking about gossip, it took me to the scripture, um, Proverbs 12 and 22. Uh-huh. Um, no, that's not. Um, Proverbs 19 and 9. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. And that's not necessarily perish, die, death, you know, human death. Mm. But what you want will not manifest. Right. What what you're praying for will not manifest. Exactly. Because you are spreading lies. Gossip is lies. There's yes. no truth in gossip. And you're right. Nine times out of ten, that gossip is coming from a place of jealousy. Exactly. And when we talk about murder, mm. uh, we're not getting guns. We're not right. getting knives. Is this tongue. Exactly. This tongue will kill you. It is what comes out of the man. Right. It defiles the man. Come on. I mean, you, you said it all right there. And I think the thing that we as believers, we have to take the scripture serious. It has to become life. The fact that the scripture tells us that the power of life and death lies in our tongue that is enough right there to to make us think about what we're saying Mm -hmm. make us think about what we're doing and I think it is so you know it's amazing to me and this is just off subject and I want to come back to it is that even those that are not believers who you know they believe in the universe and it's something that they have this principle that if I speak it that it can manifest Come on. So then if the non-believer... What are they calling it? The um, something of attraction? There's not the, you, you're the, talking the world. About the, what they call it? The, the law of attraction? The law of attraction. So it, it's, it's amazing to me that even if they understand it, then why we as believers, we don't understand that our words have power. Mm-hmm. Especially when you you read the the scripture and you know and you've confessed that you believe God. When you confess this out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. then you must understand at that point you're held accountable for everything. He said it's best not to know. Come on. And not do, then to know and not do. 
Exactly. And so, and I think for, for us, when we, we, we talk about jealousy, I, I think the big, one of the biggest things, and I guess this is why I just feel led to stay right here is with the gossip, the slander and the critical nature. I think those are the biggest things that we see that is actually the symptom of jealousy that a lot of people don't even realize. Mm-hmm. They just think, oh, I'm just making a comment or I'm just having my opinion. Well, why is your opinion so critical? of this person right why is it that you know you you keep talking about it or harping on it you've got to just become or or get to a place of of just acknowledging yourself finding peace within means i have to know what's going to make me have that peace and where it comes from and so that means i have to to look at myself and one of the things i guess and i'll just be transparent that i know i used to deal with was anger Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now for me it it was the anger if you said something wrong and that came from the little girl who felt like she was never protected and never heard. But I didn't get there overnight. I had to go back and and look at the roots because you're talking about the tree. You're talking about the tree. So when you talk about the tree, you've got to go down to the bottom of the tree to the Mm -hmm. roots. What's nourishing the roots of the tree? Because that's where even with the fruits that are coming forth. Something's feeding it and something is continuing to make it grow because a plant will not grow without water. It right. just will not happen. So when you see green going on, you know it's being nourished some type of way. Let's talk about a friend. Mm. Okay. we all got friends, right? Right. I, I think we all got friends um, who are not happy. Oh my. When God starts doing things for you and your friends start hating Let's talk about that. I think that when you talk about that, you have to realize um, the first thing is your friends are not going to let you know that they're hating. You have to um, listen to the words that are being spoken. And I think that goes back to the critical nature Mm -hmm. because then they're not going to just come right out and say, oh, I hate this or, or, you know, I'm jealous. What they're going to say is, "So, so you think that's right? So, uh, you think it's going to work this time? Those are the little things. Those are the little signs that we have to start becoming aware of, even in our relationships. Yes. Some stuff that people say are funny, then, and I realize it's not funny. It's really how you feel. How you, oh, I'm just playing. Oh, I'm, I'm just, just joking. No, oh, you wouldn't. Like, everybody, and I'm not going to talk politics, but we hear this all the time when they talk about what... Um, the president says, oh, mm-hmm. he was just joking. N- no, he was not joking. No, no. Y'all, that's your way of saying, oh, don't pay no attention to it. But when people say, I'm just joking, again, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth I was speaking. And the one thing we've got to understand, if anybody is free to say whatever they want to, it would be the president. So he has, <laughs> so let's just and be he real. he has a huge platform to do it. And he knows this. He, he knows it. And he understands. So mm-hmm. trust and believe if he does it like that, think about the people around you, not just, you know, we're talking about friends because, what was it? It used to be a song out, Friends, How Many of, how us, many of us Have, have, have Them friends. friends. I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> Me either. I just know the hook. <laughs> 
<laughs> but my mom told me she said you don't need a lot of friends. You don't need a lot. Maybe, she maybe I, two. I, that, that was, she had two. And 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 um, Pastor, you can uh, attest to that because um, when the Lord gave you powder room, well, when He gave you I rise, mm-hmm. there were certain people that you felt. Come on, tell yeah. the truth, shame the devil. Yeah, I've had I, I had friends who who we have been together 20 plus years. And mm-hmm. so you could have not told me, you know, sitting here right now, we would not be together. You, you There's just no way you could have told me that um, they would no longer be a part of the ministry. They would mm-hmm. no longer be a part of my life, my my children's life. They My, my kids call them aunties. So, mm-hmm. you know, that is the most hurtful part for me is, is looking back and saying, how did I miss it? Mm-hmm. You know, or okay god is this part of your plan because then is it to push us to different places you hear people always give you different you know oh well it was just the season for them to fall off and and you all needed to divide so that y'all all could go to where god i don't believe that i believe that if you are saved and uh you're growing together and then you grow together and you appreciate where the other is going oh, but yes. the one thing about i rise in the women's conference that um, the Lord allowed me to see is that there were women for me mm-hmm. and I had to be willing to embrace because the one thing about, uh, uh, having gone through, uh, dealing with jealousy and people being jealous and people, uh, having a critical spirit or betrayal because betrayal, mm-hmm. hello, Come on. is a symptom of jealousy yes. that a lot of us don't want. Oh, they betrayed me. But why? Cause there's jealousy. jealousy. And you don't think about it. And is it jealous? Because I was listening to um, Bishop Noel Jones, and he man, he brought that thing down. Oh, I love him. Oh, my God. He said, I wrote it down. Make sure I get it right. <laughs> Jealousy is a, of a possession, something you uh, possess. Right. And envy. Mm-hmm. Come on. Is, is what someone does. Got you. I'm envious of you, of what you're doing. I'm jealous of what you have. With the envy part, I think that is probably the one that I've had to deal with when it comes to people. Oh my God, the way the Lord used you. If yeah, I yeah. can, if I could just be honest, I never, I, I never asked the Lord. And envy stirs up strife. It does. It does. Yes. It does because within that, I had people who were whispering. Um, I guess they thought they were helping. I, I, I'm just going to leave what their motives were alone. You don't even know. I don't know. I just know that they were saying things that they should not have been saying amongst themselves mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. And that stirred the strife. Yep. And so, but the part that finding the peace for me was that God checked me. Mm-hmm. So did I do anything? Did I say anything? Was my actions and my motives ever with an agenda? I never had an agenda other than to to love and even to to uh, for me it was uh, seeking love. And sometimes we have to understand that if we don't properly identify some strongholds in our own life, we could look for love in all the wrong places. Yes. So you can yes. look for love in friends yes. that God has never even intended 
um, for it to be so, but because of the need that was in you, you took their treatment, you took what they mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. not even realizing that half, some people didn't even like it like that, mm-hmm. or they didn't have a heart for you, or they could have been jealous. You didn't even realize you're, you're wondering to yourself, well, what are you jealous of? Because for me with ministry, that was the thing. What are you jealous of? I never asked the Lord to call me. I right. mean, when it's all said and done, it is one of those things where I feel like I, I would I can't even turn back on the Lord if you understand what I'm saying. It is one of those yeah. things where if I don't do what the Lord has called me to do, that is going to be the end of Michelle. Oh, and, and so I cannot just because you're jealous, stop being who God has called me to be. And he's given all of us a gift. Yes. And um, I'm not sure if y'all read the the books of the Bible that are not a part of the King James Version. The Lost Books of the Bible? Yes, the Lost Books of uh-huh. the Bible. Okay. So in Sirach 14, um, 7, if they do a good deed, it is only by accident, and the end of their life shows how evil they were. They pretend not to notice others in need. Mm-hmm. They were not happy with their own fair share and by taking what belongs to others, their souls shriveled away. Wow. So you got your own portion. Right. You can't even be happy with your share because you're so busy looking at what I got, looking at what God has done with me, how God is using me, and you got your own gift. Come on. So your, now your gift is going to shrivel up. Right. Just like when the, 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 um, the men he gave the talents to. Right. He gave three of them talents. Exactly. And the one that did nothing with it, he took it and gave it to the one that did something with it. Right. And that's what the Lord does when we're sitting around being consumed with other people's gifts and talents and their anointing, which you don't even know what God has taken them through to even get to this Come point. on. Instead of you cultivating your own, studying to show your own self-approval. Come on. Making sure that your anointing and callings and elections are, are pure and sure. Yes. You're so focused on what I'm doing. That's the spirit of jealousy. So if you are one of that person, you're one of those people that's operating that way, then you need to you need to really go on the fast and begin to seek God. Exactly. And get that stronghold out of you. Exactly. Because he will stay. Now, when a friend avoids, because I have I have a friend. Honestly, I don't share anything with her. Oh, wow. I don't. Well, is she a, really a friend? I'm going to say she's probably not a friend anymore. She's not a friend if you can't <laughs> share. Because it's never good job or I'm proud of you or you never come to anything. Don't listen to the podcast. Don't read my books. What? None of that. None. And we've been friends for over 20 years. I mean, it's just, it's just a never. And so... I had to really think back just what you said. Is that really a friend? Or is that someone who's jealous? Someone who's jealous. Someone who's jealous. And 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 go ahead. And the sad part about it is she's missing out on great events in your life um because of this crazy spirit of jealousy. To me it is it's ridiculous. Now, I don't know that men do it as much as women. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and make that statement. <laughs> I think it's the unhealthy competition when you come because men compete. Right. True. So it's and and competition the, is a part of jealousy too. It is. 
It is. But I guess for the women, for it's us, it's always the petty. And that's the part that I was getting going to is that it's petty. And I think we miss we miss great moments that mm-hmm. we can share in each other's life. One of the things that I love is that when it comes to powder room and I rise, you know, minister Lisa has always been the hugest cheerleader Girl, for me. I'm down. I'm like, where are we going? What are we doing? She is down from, <laughs> and I believe for me, the powder room allowed me to see you in a whole nother light, even when it comes to deliverance ministry, because you were so willing to be transparent. And in mm-hmm. order to even be delivered from jealousy, yeah. you must first acknowledge what's going on. You've got to be honest with yourself so you can get to a place of walking in deliverance. But with you, you were so transparent. I, I'll never forget that night, how transparent you were and then ministering. And we have to, we have to be able to embrace each other, but how are we going to do that? If, Oh my God, it's, her, I'm not going to let her pray for me, or I'm not going to let this one speak to me, or I'm not going to go hear this one, or I'm not going to go hear this one sing. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's And, we, and if that is coming out of your mouth, those are just uh, uh, key words right there to let you know you're dealing with jealousy. Yes. You're dealing with jealousy. Yes. Oh my God, they think they can sing. She can yes. do this. And da, 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 da. Those are key signs of being jealous and you may want to just look at yourself um the one thing about this uh podcast is that you can't see our faces we can't see your faces Mm -hmm. so if it's hitting you you and your spirit you say ouch we're not gonna know it but it is the time to go ahead and dig that stuff up yes dig it up dig it up dig it up dig it up and stop putting i say stop putting sugar in dirt no it's still dirt that sugar is not gonna make it taste any better it's not stop it because god wants us whole i can't serve and and i always say i can't be a soldier on the battlefield and i can't even walk a mile come on i can't be a spiritual soldier when i'm still holding things now let's talk about what we need to do because when you talked about you know me and yourself um being free without testimony being free with our ministries and sharing with people what the Lord has done for us and the things he's delivered us out of and mm-hmm. from, it took a process. Oh my. It took a process to get there. It wasn't easy Mm-mm. at all. Because some of the stuff we have to face is real ugly. Oh, yeah. The, um, the first thing is is that prayer that nobody really wants to pray. Lord, show me me. Show me me. Because we say, Lord, show me you. No, show no, me, give me, me you. Give then me you. We'd be like, give me you. Exactly. No, I need you to give me me and show me me. Show. <laughs> right. Or, I hope oh. it's not too late. First of all, it's never too late. It's never too late. We be singing some crazy stuff, don't we? I hope it's not too late. Lord, give me you. Maybe that person was going through something. I'm not going to comment on that song. I'm just saying. <laughs> and what they was going through at that season of their life. I'm sorry if I'm criticizing your songs. So <laughs> I Because there's some songs I still sing that are old that I love. People looking at me like, what? But it does it for me. Because that's going to be a personal thing um, in regards to your relationship with the Lord. You have to get to a place. Even if you want. I think the other song you were thinking about was uh, Show Me Your Glory. Show, yes. Yes. <laughs> 
you can't stand in the glory of God if you're not willing to be naked and not ashamed. You got to get to a place where you say, you know what, God, when I looked at this person, I felt some kind of way. I was jealous. I didn't understand why, why them, not me. Those Mm -hmm. are the things that, that God is looking for us to come and be honest with him. You've got to just say, Hey, and it's not that he doesn't already know, but it is you getting to that place of you telling the Lord, Hey, this is what's going on with me and I don't understand it. What, what, where is it coming from? How do I deal with this? This is not who I wanted to be. I remember, yeah. uh, uh, even for my own self, you know, people would always say, Oh my God, I just think you say it so harsh. You just say everything so harsh. I was like, yeah, what? I can, I can see them what? saying that about you. But when they don't understand, <laughs> they didn't understand that I come from a ministry where people were always trying to sugarcoat stuff. And, and, and then when the leadership would always say, I just didn't think you could handle it. I didn't think you could handle this right here, right now, this truth about you. Please uh, don't patronize me. Mm-hmm. Give me, if the Lord said it, give it to me the way the Lord says. The way the Lord said it. You don't have to give me a chaser with it. Tell me what the Lord is saying so that Michelle can process. Now, my process may be different. I'm working on my process. Uh, my husband is helping me with that because sometimes I like to, as women, honey, we want to process forever. Well, I'm still feeling this way. I'm still feeling this way. But listen, I need you to come up. I need, need you to come you to, up and out. Because it ain't never took the Lord a long time to do nothing. Right. It's us that take the time. It's us. Because we're not ready to let it go. Again, Bishop Noel Jones said, stop saying I was in a, a shameful world of sin. No, you loved it. Right. I loved it. And that's why it's so hard to give up. But the funny thing is, it, it I guess, it depends on how bad you really want it. Because I was, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. When I was married, um, the first time, um, and went through the divorce, I remember having a real conversation with the Lord and the Lord healed me in one day from mm, that marriage. Yes. And people don't understand that. They were like, oh no, you, you must have been dating already. No, I was not dating. I, I none of that. Um, didn't even know uh, Apostle Lorenzo mm-hmm. Moore at the time. But the Lord and I had a real conversation and he was like, well, what if I bring your husband back to you? And, um, you know, he was giving, we were talking, it was different scenarios. And I was like, no, Lord, I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know that. Da, da, da. He said, well, what is it that you want me to do? And I said, Lord, I just want to be healed. Yes. I want the, the ties to be broken. Yes. I don't want to be bitter. Yes. I don't want to be angry anymore. And, and, and let's be real. I don't even want to be jealous if I see him with somebody else. So the Lord did that in one day for me because I wanted it that bad. And so we have to be honest and say, how bad do you really want God? So what you're telling me, he can do it just that quick. He can do it just that quick. He can do it just that when you're saved it's just like that yeah. people some of us we want, make it hard we want to make it hard but when you when you have confessed and you believe in your heart you are saved you can receive uh, the holy mm. spirit at that very moment yes. it is not you know uh, 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 for us the black church it used to be tearing in services yes i still love a tear that's why i love the powder room <laughs> Oh my God! I can't wait till 
2021 because COVID ain't going to be here then. No, no, it's not. That's why I love the powder room. I go with great expectation. Even though I'm serving, I go with such great expectation. Number one, I know God is going to be there. Come on. Because we're bringing him there. Yes, ma'am. He is going to be there. And anybody that comes with an open heart and open mind and ready to just pour it all out, you're going to get. And even for me, and I'll just speak for me. There have been um, sessions where we've gone in, and I've been heavy. Wow. And I said, okay, God, here is my time. Even though I'm serving, come on. I still want to be served. I still need to release some things. I still need to lay before you. I love it, and there is no time span. We'll stay there for hours. Yes, Lord. I love, And that's when I went to my, uh, my first encounter. Um, 13 years ago I was so ready to be free Michelle I was so ready and I'll, and I'll share this I remember when um, Apostle was um, was down in Gastonia um, preaching I'm not sure if you all were married then but you remember when you, were, when you had the church down in Gastonia years ago and we had a service Leviticus was mm-hmm. in the infant stages and we came to minister at that service and I mean we stayed in church for a long time I don't even remember who it was that that was preaching but it was your church um, the Holy Spirit, Spirit told me when you get right Lisa the ministry will birth wow wow it, I was holding it up but I think I'm getting in tears I I was holding it up. But that is so true. Not just even about the ministry that God gives you, but even us as individuals, we hold up our, the things that God has for us because we won't let go of things because we won't become free and because we won't change our mindsets because we don't want to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. We miss opportunities. And so that goes back to that inner enemy being Mm -hmm. yourself, being your greatest enemy. And so you have to just want it you have to want it you have to just want it and and understand that it's personal it is not you know i know people think there's a method there's not a method and there's not a right and a wrong way because god loves us so much that it's tailor-made just for you so there is an appointed time for your deliverance for your breakthrough but it is all dependent upon what you want the lord to do and how bad do you want god to move and and when you get to that place and you're just hungry for the Lord, it is amazing how he begins to blow your mind yes. with how you, you could look at you you can look at yourself and say, Oh my God, I was nasty. Oh my God, I was yes. jealous. Oh my God, I yes. was this. Yes. Oh my God, I did do yes. this. But look at me now. God, I thank you. You yes, it's such I a freedom you. in just Ooh. saying, Hey, that was me. That was me, but that is not who I am. That today. is not who and I, I am. I don't need you reminding me. Come and on. It, and it is okay. If you do, well, I remember when, but you know what? I am a new creature in Jesus Christ. Come on. When I got ready to marry my husband, Stephen, and I always say my husband, Stephen, because <laughs> Stephen is my third husband, so I have to make sure people know which one I'm talking oh, about. Lord. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> my husband, Stephen F. Dalton. Come on. And we were going through marriage counseling with Bishop um, Tommy Moore, Tommy Murphy, and um. And we were talking about, you know, what would I wear, you mm-hmm. know, as far as the dress is concerned and everything. And he said, when you gave your life to Christ and he freed you from those other marriages, you're new now. 
Come on. You're no longer bound. Come on. Girl, look, tell me I, uh, I ain't had on a white dress. <laughs> Come because on. religion and folk will keep you bound. Yes, they will. They will keep you bound. Who said uh, you couldn't wear white on your second marriage? Come on. I'm a virgin in Jesus. But you know what? Some women are just jealous because they ain't had a first marriage. Well, and that you go part. on your second, third, whatever. And I did have somebody <laughs> say, oh, Lisa, dang, I can't get one and you done have three. Well, I'm, I can't help you with that. I can't help you. But it took those two before this one to make me a better wife to the one I have. All right. And free enough to, to sit at a mic like I am today. Free enough to operate in the ministry of deliverance. Free enough to let people know what God can, will do for you. When you submit. Exactly. And not only that, I guess the thing about it, and I I do share my testimony about being married before. Mm -hmm. The first marriage, when you look at the relationship, you have to say, how did it start? What was going on with you? Where were you at in life? And what we do is sometimes we marry people who are with us in that situation, but God has never intended for it to go any further because God knows that he's going to grow you. And so, you know, people don't understand it. I I didn't understand it because I said, Hey, I'm only getting married one time. I ain't Mm -hmm. getting married no more. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And I ain't be like my mama. That those were my words. I'm not going to be like my mama. So when I found myself in a situation where I had to, 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 to get this divorce, Cause there was adult, you know, it was adulterous Mm -hmm. and just things that would happen, abuse that was going on. I had to get past the naysayers because the truth of the matter is, is at one point I was staying to make everybody that said that it wouldn't work trying to make them a liar. Right. But you have to get to a place of finding that peace within yourself and saying, you know what though? I did this because at the time this is where I was in life. I was a prisoner. Yeah in my own life and so when you begin to tell the truth about yourself and where you are you can walk in this freedom that you're talking about and so when we talk about you know the spirit of jealousy and then the other things that you will talk about um that people deal with it is just getting to a place of being free it is getting to a place where you can honestly say you know what i have had those symptoms i had i've had the times where i was in competition i don't know if they they knew i was in a competition with them but i would compare my life to where they were and to where i am i just you know even my own self it wasn't a spirit of jealousy but it was just one of those things that i believe that the enemy was trying to because we we must be careful even what we allow to come back up in our memory what we meditate on because if you stay there too long it can become an open door it will become an open door and through the open door the enemy walks in and he wants to just take over now comes the strong man and there's that strong man yep. again and so you finding yourself back on this journey that you were free from um so you have mm. to be careful so those things that is why it is so important and and I can't believe but it's so important that we stay in right relationship with the Lord. Yes. We must have our personal relationship yes. with the Lord. We must be okay with the Lord telling us the truth about ourselves. It is okay if he says, daughter, you know what? You said that wrong or you did this wrong. Go back and fix it. Go back and fix it. And Immediately. He, and he gives us free will. Yes. And that's the scary part. Because he gives us free will. You know the word. You know what to do. But will you do it? Exactly. When he speaks to you. Don't you dare pull up that porn site. Don't you dare do it. And you do it anyway. Okay. 
That's the free will. That's the free will. Don't you dare speak against your sister. But you do it anyway. But you do it anyway. That's the free will. It's that free will. Now you've sown into the garden that you're going to reap a harvest from. And sometimes what we don't understand is that the harvest doesn't have to be the great harvest that we speak of in the scripture. It could be a harvest of going through, a harvest of struggle now because of what you said and what you've actually put in place. Something that was never intended for you to have to deal with. At all. At all. Because of your disobedience. That's how we got here to start with. It was never God's intent for man to have to suffer the way we are suffering in Mm -hmm. this world today. Exactly. When God created Adam and got Eve out of them. Exactly. It was for them to live with him in paradise. But because of disobedience. Right. And that free will. Come on. The nakedness was exposed. Exactly. Now, now the curse is going to come. The curse is going to come, but here's the great thing about it. He sent his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) And he did not leave us comfortless, nor did he, he leave us without the kingdom and the the keys to the kingdom so that there's really no excuse. I was reading this week. Jesus came to justify the wrong Mm -hmm. that we did Mm -hmm. and make it right with God. Come on. That's what because the old people said he paid a he debt. He paid a debt <laughs> that I owe that I can't never repay. Come on, come on. You gonna somebody. make me get happy here? Come Let me on, calm down. Somebody. And I was thinking about you know when we when we justify in um, word document, mm-hmm. it puts everything to the right. Mm-hmm. Come on. And when Jesus to, came to justify, come on, he put it all right. He did. Between us and God, everything is good. Yes. Between us. However, you still got to say, Father, forgive me. Come on. You still got to go to him. He wants you to hear him say, forgive me, Lord. I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Jesus Christ. I release these strongholds. Come on. We bind the spirit of jealousy and we release the spirit of, of love. love come on but think about it it is not that the song jesus came to calvary, calvary to save a wretch like, like you, you and me, me. That's, that's love come on come on that's it that's love and that's it now that you um everybody that has been healed in the in the scripture jesus says take up your bed and walk come on go and sin no more um, daughter, you've been made whole. That's what he your said. sin, your sins have, have been, been forgiven. forgiven. And in the in the forgiving of the sin, healing took place. Yes. That that can preach. <laughs> <laughs> you already preached. <laughs> and in the forgiving of the sin, yes, healing takes place. Thank you, Lord. So we are bound because we won't allow our sins to be forgiven. You won't take that simple step. So how do I take that simple step? Lift your hands and just receive him. And you got to know, you have to know God for yourself. It can't be the God that your grandma always talked about. It can't be well, the God that my mama talked about. It's got to be the God that you know. know. You've got to get to a place where if you can't say nothing else but Jesus, Mm. 
<laughs> it is something about just calling on his name. He is going to come and see about you because yes, he came Lord. to see about little of us. Yes, Lord. He came to see about us, and it was in our crying out ah, yeah, yeah. that the healing. And you've got to get, for some of you, I don't, you know, I, I used to hate this on Facebook. I don't know who this is for, but while we're on this podcast, you have to, to, to let go and just receive God. Yes. You've got to know him for yourself yes. and you've got to receive his healing. You've got to know yes. within those moments of talking to him, he can heal every broken place because what you must understand is when you're dealing with a strong man and those things come in like the spirit of jealousy and you see the symptoms and you see just the different devices that come that's a lot of times is coming also from a broken place we didn't yes. even have time to talk about the broken yes. place we were just talking about the environment and, and yes. things of how we you know we were reared but if we begin to talk about even our broken place yes that brokenness we allowed things to come in that God never. He wanted to take the brokenness as an opportunity to put you back together. Yes, take my broken pieces. Take yes. the broken pieces of my broken heart. Come on. And mend them back together again. Lord, we thank you. And, and Michelle, this is an awesome um, point in the podcast. We might have to do a part two, I don't know. Because <laughs> um, there's so much more we can talk about. When we're talking about uh, the spirit of jealousy and and walking in deliverance, mm -hmm. how to stay delivered for, for real, free mm -hmm. for real, but just share an encouraging word um, and, and close us out in a prayer of deliverance. Oh, wow. Ah, kind of a little bullshit. Oh, Hallelujah. The first thing before, I guess, we even pray is that you have to be at a place where you're ready to surrender. And you have to understand that God is able to do it immediately. It must be, um, but it has to be you wanting it. God is, it, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's never going to force himself on you. So that that's key. That is key right there. Father, we thank you. We honor you right now, Lord God. God, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, of sharing your word, Lord God. We thank you now for those that are listening, God. Father God, and for those, God, that have found some of those things to be true about themselves. Right now, God, we decree and declare right now, Father God, that they are free, Lord God, from the spirit of jealousy, Lord God. Father God, we loose that spirit from them, and we bind now, God, the spirit of love. Father God, we thank you. We bind now the spirit of peace, God, to their spirit, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we decree and declare, God, that they are whole right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father God, nothing broken and nothing missing, God. Father God, we thank you now, Lord God, for making them. God, you said that if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. And so, God, we give you praise right now for the newness of life, God. Father God, for a new chapter, God, for a new season, God, that they'll walk in and experience, Lord God. Father God, we give you praise right now. We honor you, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord God. God, the things that are seen and the unseen in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way in the people, Lord God. Father God, we thank you even now for the one, Lord God, that needs to just yield, God. We encourage now, Lord God, that they will yield, God. Father God, they will yield to you now, Lord God. God, and out of their mouth, 
out there will say yes, God. Yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord God. Yes, God, I will obey, God. We thank you. Woo, God, we thank you now, Lord God, for what you're doing. Father God, we give you praise, God. We give you honor, Lord God. God, and I thank you, Father God, that you're going to see about each and every one of them right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, cover them. Send your angels, Lord God. Father, we thank you. God, we decree it to be so. We thank you now for the reports and the testimonies, God, that will come in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, that's what finding peace is all about. Oh, God, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, thank you. Ah, yeah, yeah. When you're ready, he's right there waiting. Ah, I don't even know where to go from this other than to say, ah, as I always do. Ah, a centered soul is a centered Be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram Lisa.Dalton and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website FindingPeaceWithin.org where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.